M A I N M U M U Main Menu Main Menu Welcome to Main Menu for December 12, 2009. I'm Jamie Pauls. This week we visit with Ricky Inger of Saratech about iBlink Radio, an application for the iPhone. Next, Dr. Robert Carter compares five players and shows us how they work with NLS content. That's all coming up on this edition of Main Menu. But first, we have an ACB Radio happy birthday greeting from one of our Main Menu team members. Hi everybody, this is Tim Cummings of the ACB Radio Main Menu team wishing ACB a very, very happy 10th anniversary. I've been involved with ACB Radio for uh, the last couple years as producer of Cooking in the Dark and now working on Main Menu. ACB Radio has meant a lot to me in terms of being able to use my audio production skills and work with some great people as well. Happy birthday, ACB Radio, and happy holidays to everybody. While we're talking, I want to go ahead and mention something else that we haven't covered on Main Menu. Well, I take that back. I actually mentioned it in a little what I call technology roundup, but haven't visited with you guys about it, and that is a new application for the iPhone that Saratech has uh, produced. So tell us what that is. This is a free iPhone application, and it's called iBlink Radio. And it's we're very big fans of Apple at Saratech simply because they have really embraced the concept of universal design. They've given blind people the same access to their products as sighted people do, and they aren't charging extra for the privilege. And, and we, we just sort of clap our hands and dance and sing about that and hope that more companies embrace that philosophy. So we... Uh, we're sort of in love with our iPhones and uh, got them back in July and thought, you know, this is a great platform for entertainment and having access to information on the go, which is a lot of what the System Access Mobile Network does. And so there was some uh, real synergy there, and we decided, why not create a free application that brings some of this stuff together. So iBlink Radio has access to radio reading services and uh, to streaming internet radio, such as ACB Radio, and uh, podcasts such as our own Sarah Talk podcast, Blind Cool Tech. And the best way to sum it up really is that it's a collection of content that has been produced by and or for the blind. Uh, some things are, are really blindness specific and some things are just uh, radio stations that are run by blind people that just play great music and so those are included as well Excellent, very good Well I'm certain that that's something that people are um, using I just uh, purchased an iPod Touch for my wife 32 gigabytes, she doesn't want to mess with loading stuff on her iPod and so uh, that gave me the justification I needed to go ahead and get the model with a voiceover and so I've been playing with the whole touchscreen interface. It's quite interesting. It's actually uh, fun fun to use. It takes a little, little getting used to but it's kind of nice. It does take a little practice but I think it's well worth it and that is one thing you can say about Apple products is that they are fun. You don't feel like you're doing something uh, that you've done for the past 10 years. It, it really is a neat interface that sort of captures your attention and, and makes you want to use it because it's just fun to do. 
and I have to say that their, their documentation is really, really good. Um, I mean, I get the feeling when I read their documentation that it is someone who has either is visually impaired or has certainly spent some time with visually impaired people. One of the first things that I noticed uh, in the, just the kind of the, and by the way, the using the voiceover information is right in the iPod Touch manual. I mean, it's not a, it's not a separate manual. It's, um, their manuals are very accessible. They describe the, uh, the device. But one of the comments that was made was to relax your hand. And I thought, man, that's actually some of the best advice I could have gotten because when I actually did that, you know, um, it was really, I actually started making progress. So that one phrase was kind of what opened it up for me to actually start learning how to, to use the device. Yeah, their their documentation is very well done, and they're really passionate about what they do. They haven't just kind of made a token stab at accessibility. They, they really did it right. They did their research, and uh, they they have interfaced with lots of blind people. And the great thing about the documentation is that the majority of the manual isn't written with voiceover in particular in mind. It's just, here is how you use this particular application, and it's the same for everybody. And they have the section which is dedicated to voiceover. And once you use that, you can go forth and use your iPhone or iPod just uh, the same way that anyone else would, uh, except for some, some modified gestures. Yeah, I mean, that that's kind of cool, because as you're reading the manual, I mean, my mindset was, okay, now where do I get to the part to learn how all this is different from an accessibility standpoint, and just what you said, it's not. I mean, there are quite a few voiceover, um, I say quite a few, there are several voiceover commands that you need to learn and to be really proficient, but once you get comfortable, even in, with the basics, which I'm at right now, I mean, you go back to the other parts of the manual, and like, like you said, you you start reading that like any other person. It's kind of a little bit of a mind-bender in, in a way. It's definitely not the way that uh, blind people are used to to uh, to doing it, but um, it's it's very impressive. One of the things that I'm, I was a little almost too tentative when I was first touching the device, it's like I found myself selecting items before I meant to because I was just barely touching the screen, but once you know, I relaxed and and just kind of started moving around the screen. Uh, I have to laugh. My wife informed me that I put a few more fingerprints on it than she normally would, but <laughs> fortunately, it's easy <laughs> to clean off. So I think we'll probably that's right be able to coexist. Uh, and she bought a pink case. Now I've never seen, but I'm smart enough to know that's not a guy color. So uh, I can't take not it out so in much. public. So she was she was pretty smart in in doing that. So it really is her iPod, actually. Yes, yeah, she knew you'd fall in love with it, but she was taking steps to make sure that it remained hers. That's exactly right. I'd like to thank you for joining us on Main Menu today, and uh, I'm sure we will be visiting with you again soon. We, the Main Menu team, would love to hear from you, the listener. To leave feedback, send an email to mainmenu at acbradio.org. That's mainmenu at acbradio.org. If you would like to correspond with other Main Menu listeners, join our Main Menu discussion list by sending a blank message to mainmenu-friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. That's mainmenu-friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. 
If you would simply like to receive announcements of upcoming ACB programming without interacting with other users, send a blank message to announce-subscribe at acbradio.org. That's announce-subscribe at acbradio.org. To find out about upcoming ACB programming on Twitter, follow me at www.twitter.com slash Jamie Pauls. That's www.twitter.com slash J-A-M-I-E-P-A-U-L-S. Hello, this is Robert Carter from College Station, Texas. It's been a while since I've done a podcast, but I'm pretty excited about the new digital download service from the National Library Service for the Blind and Physically Handicapped. And I wanted to do a podcast demonstrating the use of the players that have been authorized to play the new downloadable talking books. Just a bit of background. On April 30th, 2009, the National Library Service, or NLS, introduced its new digital talking book program. The talking book program has been around since the early 1900s when NLS used to record talking books on phonograph records. They then moved to cassette in the 1970s and here in 2009 have moved to a digital recording which means that the books and magazines can actually be downloaded from the internet. The books and magazines are still read by excellent human narrators. The quality is even higher on the digital talking books than it was on either the phonograph records or the cassettes. It's also possible to move around to navigate through the books and magazines in ways that were not possible on either phonograph or cassette. The other thing that's really nice about these digital talking books is that it's possible to change the playback speed to find a listening speed that's comfortable for you without the need to worry about the pitch changing. So what I'm going to do in this particular podcast is demonstrate for you the players that have been authorized by the National Library Service to play these digital talking books. Now, you cannot just download the books and play them on your computer or play them on any player. It has to be a special player that has the software encryption key installed that is required to unlock the playing of this material. There are actually six players at the time of this podcast that have been authorized by the National Library Service. I'm going to demonstrate five of them for you, but actually you get six for the price of five here because two of the players, as far as NLS playback is concerned, are identical. The icon from Level Star and the Braille Plus mobile manager from the American Printing House for the Blind handle NLS playback identically. I'm going to show you the Braille Plus from APH, but you can just from that realize that you're also getting the same thing you would get if you played NLS on an icon. So what I'm going to do is the following with each player. I'm going to use for this demonstration a magazine from the National Library Service, which is the July 2009 Smart Computing Magazine. 
With each player, I'm going to start out by having it play a brief section at the beginning of the magazine. We're going to then show you how you can navigate through the different articles of the magazine. I'm going to then show you how you can adjust the speed of the player and then how you can drill down even further and navigate not just by article but within sections of an article in the magazine. We'll talk about some of the differences and of course similarities among these players but I am not going to go into lots of detail about the specifics of each player. You can get that information from the manufacturer of the players. So this podcast is not intended to show you all the details of everything that these players can do. I'm limiting my demonstrations and discussions to the things that I've mentioned. All the players do have ways of moving backwards and forwards within a section, either by time or by a phrase or by a smaller increment of information. But I'm not going to demonstrate that for these players here. That's something that we could perhaps go into at a later time in a different podcast if people were interested. But this is just the basic uh, navigation and speed uh, options that are available on all the players. So let's get started. Okay, here I am with the BookSense. And the BookSense is a very small player. It's in fact the smallest of the five. It's candy bar shaped much like the size and shape of a typical cell phone. You can get all the information about the BookSense by going to www.gwmicro.com. I will not go into any more detail about all of its features and capabilities. You can find that out elsewhere. So what I'm going to do is press the play button on the book sense as it is now ready to play an NLS magazine. I'm going to allow it to play for a few seconds so you can get an idea of what the book sense sounds like when it's playing a magazine. Then I'm going to pause it and talk a moment about navigation in the magazine and then we'll actually do some navigating through the magazine. So, here we go. Loading. Smart Computing, July 2009. Smart Computing, July 2009. Copyright 2009 by Sandhills Publishing Company. Read by Mark Delgado and David Elias. This magazine contains 94 pages. Approximate reading time, 6 hours, 20 minutes. Pause. Okay. So you heard several things happening there. First you heard the text-to-speech voice of the BookSense, which happens to be NeoSpeechKate. It also speaks with NeoSpeechPaul, but I'm using Kate for this demonstration. You heard Kate say, loading, and then you heard a few beeps while the BookSense was actually loading the content of the magazine into its memory. Then you heard it announce the title, Smart Computing, and then you heard the human narrator begin to introduce the magazine. And so that is how it works when you start a magazine on the book sense. 
what I'm now going to do is start the playing again from where I paused it and I'm going to navigate down to level one in this particular magazine level one moves you from article to article and level two moves you within sections of an article so I'm gonna start the playback and move by article through a few of the articles in the magazine so you can get a flavor for how the book sense goes about that here we go this magazine contains markers allowing direct access to the content paragraph and article headings at level one home or end and to the time sections at level two. level one two this table of contents editor's note technology news and notes News from the Help Desk. Tech Diaries. A Bright Idea. Pause. Okay, so you could see that what was happening is when I started pressing the navigation button, it gave us several options. We could move by paragraph, we could move by phrase, we could move by time. And then we got to level one. The paragraph, phrase, and time options are options that the book sense provides when you move through an NLS book or magazine. Level 1 and Level 2 are provided by the National Library Service as part of their DAISY encoding or their DAISY markup of the magazine. We're now going to move back to the editor's note, which is actually the first article in the magazine. I'm just going to back up one article at a time to get back to that and let it read that article a little bit and then I'm gonna start gradually speeding up the playback so that you can see how the book sense handles speeding up of the reading here we go it was solar power tech diaries news from the help technology news and editors note I'm not expecting any problems with my computer today after all I'm not facing any deadlines and all of my important files are backed up were my computer to flash error messages, crash, or even spontaneously shut down, I'd be inconvenienced but not panicked. I'd have plenty of time to troubleshoot it. No, my computer is going to wait until I'm really busy and can't afford to spend time solving PC problems, because then it won't be just an inconvenience, it'll be a computer emergency. When faced with this sort of situation, it's tempting to get rid of the problem computer and start fresh with a new one. Pause. Okay, so what I did was started the playback and then kept pressing the speed up button until it got to the top speed that the book sense is capable of reading. And at that top speed, you heard a little ding that let me know that I was at the top speed that the BookSense can read. One of the unique features of the BookSense that's not true for any of the other players is it has the ability to immediately, with one key press, jump back to the normal reading speed. I'm going to demonstrate that now. I once nearly bought a new computer because my PC was repeatedly rebooting and preventing me from completing a video project for an upcoming family gathering. My wife suggested that I troubleshoot it some more and try to solve the problem. You usually do, she said. Sure enough, with a little more poking around, I found that a memory stick had come loose. I reseated it in the memory. Pause. In addition to speeding up the book sense, you can slow it down and have it read actually slower than the recording was made. So I'm now going to start the playback and slow it down and show you what that sounds like. I'd have plenty of time to troubleshoot it. No, my computer is going to wait until I'm really busy and can't afford to spend time solving PC problems because then it won't be just an inconvenience 
pause. Okay, so there you have it. Slowed down as slow as it will go. And it's a little distorted at that very slow speed, but probably most of us wouldn't want to hear it that slow anyway. Maybe some people would. All right, so I'm going to now go back to normal speed, and I'm going to change the level to level 2, which means we'll not only hear the titles of the articles as we move forward, but we'll hear subsections within each article. It'll be a computer emergency. When faced with this sort of situation, it's tempting to get rid of the problem computer and start fresh with technology news and notes. Compiled by Christian Perry. Desktops and laptops. Entertainment takes center stage on HP's new storage. SSDs ride the price capacity roller coaster. Displays. Monitor detects your presence. In the ongoing quest, printers and peripherals. Lexmark technology eases MFP use for the disabled. Pause. Okay, so that gives you a good flavor for what it's like to move forward through not only articles, but articles and subsections on the book sense. Hope this has been a useful little demonstration of the book sense and how it is to operate it with the National Library Service recordings. I'll now move on and we'll explore the Braille Plus mobile manager from the American Printing House. The Braille Plus mobile manager from the American Printing House for the Blind is a PDA type device that is much much more than an NLS player. Details about the Braille Plus mobile manager can be attained by going to www.aph.org. We're going to do the same process that we went through with the book sense as nearly as we can replicate it. And I'm going to point out some of the differences along the way between the APH mobile manager, Braille Plus, and the book sense. The uh, APH Braille Plus is sitting as the BookSense was at the point where you would start the magazine playing. Here we go. Opening Smart Computing, July 2009. July 2009. Copyright 2009 by Sandhills Publishing Company. Read by Mark Delgado and David Elias. This magazine contains 94 pages, approximate. Okay, I just paused it. And as you can see, the Braille Plus has a different text-to-speech voice using the Eloquence uh, TTS. And it said that it was loading uh, the magazine, and the magazine uh, began to read at that point. We will now move to level one and progress through some of the titles in the magazine and again letting you have a chance to pay attention to how the APH Braille Plus Mobile Manager does moving from title to title. Here we go. Reading time, 6 hours 20 minutes. Level 2. This magazine Marks. contains Level markers one. allowing direct access to the contents and articles Table of Contents News and Notes 
Technology News and Notes. Editor's Note. Technology News and Notes. News from the Help Desk. Our most common tech, tech diaries. Sharpen your video. A bright idea. Iqua's Sol. Speak All unleashes the iBoo. Shoot and Share. Camcorders. Reviews. Head-to-head. -head projectors. You can tell for the most part that the Braille Plus moves very smoothly from title to title. There were a couple times in there where it did hesitate for a moment, took it a moment to seek out the next title. And I'm hoping you were able to notice a little bit of a difference there. We'll now go backwards through the titles and back up to where we were when we listen to a little bit of the notes from the editor section on the book sense. We'll go and listen to that same section on the Braille Plus mobile manager. Here we go. Beyond the office, shoot and share. Speak All unleashes a bright idea. Tech Diaries. News from the Help Desk. Technology News and Notes. Editor's Note. I'm not expecting any problems with my computer today. After all, I'm not facing any deadlines, and all of my important files are backed up. Okay, so as you can see, it uh, went back to that editor's notes section, title by title. And again, there was a little hesitation getting back to some of the titles, but it worked fine and did its job. So now what we're going to do is speed up the Braille Plus so that you can hear it various uh, speed compression uh, settings. Should point out that the Braille Plus does not have the capability of going any slower than normal speed. Normal speed is its slowest speed. So we will now begin the playing of this editor's note article from where we just left off and I will um, start pressing the button that speeds the Braille Plus up and you can hear it gradually increase in reading speed. For my computer to flash error messages, crash, or even spontaneously shut down, I'd be inconvenienced but not panicked. I'd have plenty of time to troubleshoot it. No, my computer is going to wait until I'm really busy and can't afford to spend time solving PC problems. Because then, it won't be just an inconvenience, it'll be a computer emergency. When faced with this sort of situation, it's tempting to get rid of the problem computer and start fresh with a new one. I once nearly bought a new computer because my PC was repeatedly rebooting and preventing me from completing a video project for an upcoming family gathering. My wife suggested that I troubleshoot it some more and try to solve the problem. You usually do, she said. Sure enough, with a little more poking around, I found that a memory stick had come loose. I reseated it in the memory slot, my computer returned to normal, and the only problem still facing me was my mediocre video editing skills. My wife was right. She usually, always, is. Reader's note. The word usually has been crossed out. And every year's note. The truth is, most problems can be solved, and you can solve many of them pretty quickly if you have a little guidance. Good instruction. Okay, we sped up the uh, Braille Plus to the point where it began to sound a bit uh, garbled, a bit distorted, began to break up a bit, and it does that at its higher speeds. I will begin playing from where we are now at this speed where the unit is starting to break up a bit, and I will start slowing it back down. You can hear at about what speed uh, the unit smooths back out. Here we go.
focus your troubleshooting efforts so that you can find and fix the source of the symptoms before your deadline. This issue of smart computing provides that help for eight problems that would otherwise stop you in your tracks. By the way, a lesson I learned with the memory is this. Don't eyeball those memory sticks. Physically reseat them. I glanced at the memory at the beginning of my troubleshooting, but I thought it looked fine. So make that nine PC emergencies we help you solve. Joshua Gulick. Corrections. So that's about the place where the Braille Plus can be listened to without that breakup that it gets at, at high speeds. So let's continue from here, and we will now move down to level two and go through some of the articles, including their subsections, as we did on the book since. Technology News and Notes. Level two. Compiled by Christian Perry. Reading time, 17 minutes. Desktops and laptops. Entertainment takes center stage on eight storage. SSDs ride the price capacity roller coaster displays. Monitor detects your printers and peripherals. CPUs, chips, and cards. Digital miscellanea. Problem solver. Trouble convergent tech. Duly quoted. News from the help desk. Our most common tech diaries. Sharpen your video fast. Motion DSP V reveal. Now we'll move backwards. A couple things that you might uh, notice is that there's a little bit of noise sometimes when you move from heading to heading. You hear just a partial word um, when it locates the heading that it's going to start reading from. Not a big deal. Also, when you navigate by sections and you move into a new title, depending on how you navigate, uh, the Braille Plus is capable of announcing how many subsections there are within that article. Uh, let's navigate backwards and listen for that so you can hear that capability. Uh, here we go. Marty Sims, reading time. Navigation. News from the help desk. Our most common tech calls. Technology news and notes. Editor's note. Uh, there was one section here that said nine subsections. You may have heard that. Let's move forward again uh, and listen to that one more time. Nine subsections. Technology news and notes. News from the help desk. Our most common tech calls. Tech diaries. Sharpen your video. Fast. Motion DSP V reveal. News from the help desk. Our most common tech calls. Technology news and notes. So, you can tell that when you got to technology news and notes, the Braille Plus told you that there were nine subsections under that particular section. The other articles that we moved to did not have subsections, so the TTS didn't say anything. The Braille Plus does quite a nice job with NLS content, and I hope this has given you a flavor for how it operates on the 
magazine, Smart Computing. We'll now move on and take a look at the PlexTalk Pocket. I'm now ready to demonstrate the PlexTalk Pocket in a manner similar to the way we've demonstrated the other players. Should tell you about one significant thing that has changed here in this podcast. I've, up until now, I've been recording the podcast on the Plex Talk Pocket. But of course, I cannot play back the Plex Talk Pocket and demonstrate its NLS capabilities while it's also recording. So I've switched to the BookSense to make the recording of the Plex Talk Pocket. So that may account for some differences that you might hear in the quality of the recording or the way the recording sounds. I apologize for that discrepancy, but there was really no other reasonable way that I had to do it. I could have switched, of course, to the APH Braille Plus Mobile Manager to do the recording, and in all fairness, it does a good job of recording as well, but it does not record in WAV format, which is what the other files for the podcast were originally done in. So I want to stick with that same format, so I'm therefore using the BookSense as the recorder. I'll now start the playback of the NLS magazine, Smart Computing, that we've been using throughout, and let you hear a little bit of it as it's played on the Plex Talk Pocket. Here we go. Beginning of title. Smart Computing, July 2009. Copyright 2009 by Sandhills Publishing Company. Read by Mark Delgado and David Elias. This as you can tell, the Plex Talk Pocket sounds very similar to the other players, of course. Um, it did say beginning of title when it got ready to load the uh, magazine. As you can see, the Plex Talk Pocket started out by speaking the words beginning of title. And this is the voice that it uses to announce prompts and instructions and so forth. It's quite a pleasant, clear voice, at least in my subjective opinion. Now we will start the playing again and move to level one and navigate down through the titles of the magazines. Here we go. Magazine contains 94 pages. Approximate reading time. Level two. Six hours, 20 minutes. Phrase. Level one. This magazine contains markers allowing direct access. Table of contents. News and notes. Editor's note. I'm not expecting technology news and notes. Compiled by News from the Help Desk. Our tech diaries. Sharpen your video. A bright idea. So as you can tell, the uh, Plex Talk Pocket does a very nice job of moving from title to title moves pretty quickly and uh, announces all the information uh, correctly. Now we will back up to the old, perhaps worn out, editor's notes section, read a little bit, and then we'll start the speed up process so you can get a flavor for what that's like. Iqua's solar-powered Bluetooth headset. Tara Simmons. Reading time. Tech Diaries. News from the help. Technology news and note. Editor's note. I'm not expecting any problems with my computer today. After all, I'm not facing any deadlines, and all of my important files are backed up. 
We'll start the speed up process now and let you hear how the Plex Talk handles speech compression as it reads faster and faster. Here we go. For my computer to flash error speed messages crash or even, or even spontaneously shut down, I'd be inconvenienced but not hacked. I have plenty of time to troubleshoot. Bullshoot it. No, my computer is going to wait until I'm really busy and can't afford to spend time solving PC problems. Because then, it won't be just an inconvenience, it'll be a computer emergency. When faced with this sort of situation, it's tempting to get rid of the problem computer and start fresh with a new one. I once nearly bought a new computer because my PC, PC was repeatedly rebooting and preventing me from completing a video project for an upcoming family gathering. My wife suggested that I troubleshoot it some more and try to solve the problem. You usually do, she said. Sure enough, with a little more poking around, I found that a memory stick had come loose. I receded it and Okay. One of the differences between the Plex Talk Pocket and some of the other players is that when you press the speed up button, you get a beep, and then there's a short pause, and then the Plex Talk resumes reading at the new speed. And so this is just a little design difference in the way that it operates versus some of the other players. We're now at the top speed, and you could probably hear when we got to the top speed, the beep was a little different. It was a uh, lower-pitched tone, which lets you know that you're at the top or the bottom of an item. I'll now resume the playing, slow the speed back down to normal speed, and then we'll uh, try slowing it down below normal and let you hear what that sounds like. So we'll go back to normal speed. Here we go. Memory slot. My computer returned to normal. Speed. And the only problem still facing me was my mediocre video editor. Editing skills. My wife was right. She usually, always, always is. Reader's note. The word usually has been has been crossed out. End, end of reader's note. So now we're back to the normal speed, and we will continue the process by slowing the Plex Talk down to see how slow it will read this magazine. The truth is, most problems can be solved. Speed. And you can, sol can solve many of them pretty quickly if you have a little guidance. Good instructions focus your troubleshooting efforts so that you can find and fix the source of the symptoms before so that's your slowest speed there and you can see that there is a fair amount of distortion on that slow speed alright we're gonna go back to normal speed uh, move down to level 2 navigation and skip through uh, the magazine from article to article and section to section if there are subsections within that particular article here we go I glanced at the memory at the beginning of my troubleshooting, but I thought level two thought it looked fine. So make that nine PC Technology News and Notes compiled by Christian Perry. Desktops and laptops. Entertainment takes center stage on H storage. SSDs ride the price capacity roller coaster. Solid state drive displays. Monitor detects your presence. 
in the ongoing quest to help consumers, printers, and peripherals. Lexmark technology eases MFP use for the disabled. So, as you can see, the Plex Talk has no problem moving from article to article and section to section within an article. Okay, we're now going to do the same kind of experiment with the Victor Reader stream that we have done with the other players. I'm going to begin playing smart computing from the beginning of the magazine so that you can hear the stream open the magazine and start playing. Here we go. Smart Computing, July 2009. Copyright 2009 by Sandhills Publishing Company. Read by Mark Delgado and David Elias. Okay, so that gives you a, a flavor for what the Victor Reader stream sounds like. Very similar to the other players. Let's begin now by going, moving to level one navigation and going through the articles. Here we go. This magazine contains 94 pages. Time jump, one, phrase, level, one. Approximate reading time, six hours, 20 minutes. This ma table of contents. Editor's note. Technology news and notes. News from the help desk. Tech Diaries. Sharp. A Bright Idea. Iqua's Speak All unleashes the iBoo. So as you can see, the stream has no problem moving from title to title. It's very quick in its responsiveness. When you press the key, it immediately jumps to the next title. Let's uh, move backwards now, back to the now all-too-familiar editor's notes and listen to a little bit of that ghostbusters speak all on a bright idea tech diaries news from the help desk technology news and note editor's note i'm not expecting any problems with my computer today after all i'm not facing any deadlines and all you've probably memorized this little section by now and i'm sorry about the repetition but i wanted to make them all as close to the same as I could. Alright, so now I'm going to begin playing this a little bit more and change into the speed mode and begin speeding up the VR stream so that you can hear how it sounds as it compresses the speech and speeds things up. Here we go. My important files are backed up. For my computer to fl speed, flash error messages, crash, or even spontaneously shut down, I'd be inconvenienced but not panicked. I have plenty of time to troubleshoot it. No, my computer is going to wait until I'm really busy and can't afford to spend time solving PC problems, because then it won't be just an inconvenience, it'll be a computer emergency. When faced with this sort of situation, it's tempting to get rid of the problem computer and start fresh with a new one. I once nearly bought a new computer because my PC was repeatedly rebooting and preventing me from completing a video project for an upcoming family gathering. My wife suggested that I troubleshoot it some more and try to solve the problem. You usually do, she said. Sure enough, with a little more poking around, I found that memory stick had come loose. I received it in the memory slot, my computer turned to normal, and the only problem still facing me was my mediocre video editing skills. My wife was right. She usually always is. Readers note. The word usually has been crossed out. Bad readers note. The truth is, most problems can be solved, and you can solve many of them pretty quickly if you have a little guidance. Good instructions focus your troubleshooting efforts so that you can find and fix the source of Okay, that is the top speed of the Victor Reader stream. You will also notice that there was no breakup uh, during the playing of that high-speed playback. Once again, I'll start from the high speed, and I will 
go into speed mode and gradually bring the speed back down to normal. Speed. By the way, the lesson I learned from memory is this. Don't eyeball those memory sticks. Physically reset them. I glanced at the memory at the beginning of my troubleshooting, but I thought it looked fine. So make that nine PC emergencies we help you solve. Joshua Gulick. Corrections. Clarifications. In data recovery software, page 38 of the April issue, we incorrectly said that IOLO Search and Recover 5 does not let users recover multiple files at once. Alright, we're now back to normal speed. You probably heard the little beep that indicates that. We're going to now show you how the Victor Reader stream can slow down the playback. It does support simultaneous re speed recovery of multiple files. Technology News and Notes Compiled by Christian Perry Reading time, 17 minutes Desktops and Laptops Entertainment takes center stage on HP's new Pavilion Elite PC. Entertainment and... That's our slowest speed right there, which sounds a little bit artificial, a little bit distorted, but is indeed reading very, very slowly. We'll now move back up to normal speed. Seas continue to meld. Speed as more consumers are quickly learning the benefits of hooking these powerful machines to monitors and televisions of almost every size. HP, www.hp. We'll now go down to level two navigation and move article by article and section by section. .com continues this new age tradition. Level two. With its Pavilion Elite M9600T, a piece storage. SSDs ride the displays. Monitor detects printers and peripherals. Lexmark technology, e CPUs, chips, and cards. Digital miscellanea. Infected problem solver. Troubleshooting the news. Convergent tech. PDAs and smart. Duly quoted. It's been really interesting because so many people have a connection. As you can see, the Victor Reader stream moves very smoothly and very easily from article to article and section to section. There are no problems with navigation of NLS materials on the Victor Reader stream. You can also see that the stream does not use a TTS voice to make its announcements about speed changes or about changing modes it uses a human recorded voice this is the end of the section on the victor reader stream we'll now move on to doing the same experiment on the national library service nls player okay here we are with the national library service nls player this is a player that's going to be issued to National Library Service patrons through your state library, free of charge. And it is different from the other four players that we have been reviewing in that this is, first of all, only a playback machine. It doesn't record. And it's also a desktop size or tabletop size machine it's about the size, maybe a little bit smaller than the 
NLS cassette machine. So it has a very nice large speaker which gives it really great sound. It has buttons that are very well laid out with plenty of space between the buttons. They're easy to feel. They have different shapes on them and it has a braille label beside each button. I won't go into any further detail about the player because I haven't described the others in detail. But just uh, suffice it to say that this is a desktop or tabletop player. It does run on batteries or it can be plugged into electricity. But it's a different size than the handheld machines that we've been looking at. We're going to do the same drill that we've done with the other players. I'm going to start the July 2009 Smart Computing Magazine playing. We'll listen to a few seconds of it and then we'll stop it and we'll do the navigation. So here we go. Smart Computing, July 2009. Copyright 2009 by Sand Hills Publishing Company. Read by Mark Delgado and David Elias. This magazine contains 94 pages. Approximate reading time, 6 hours, 20 minutes. Okay, so there you go with the beginning of the magazine. Very similar to the way the other players start out. The NLS player is interesting in that it has the capability of either playing the downloadable magazines or of playing talking books on a USB memory cartridge that you can get from your state library as well. I'm obviously playing a downloaded magazine that I copied onto a USB thumb drive that fits into the machine. We're going to now start the playback again and go through the different levels of navigation and move through an article at a time so you can hear what that sounds like. Here we go. This magazine contains markers allowing direct access to the contents and section jump and articles section jump at level one phrase jump bookmark jump and to the section section jump at level two. Table of contents news and front matter jump notes editor's note I'm not expecting any technology news and notes Compiled news from the help desk. Our most tech diaries. Sharpen your video. A bright idea. So you would hear a little blip and it would move from article to article. You could see that the different levels of navigation that were available were interesting on this machine. Same idea, but a little different labeling. And of course, this machine does not have a TTS or text-to-speech engine built in, so it only has a human voice speaking the different possible navigation levels. You heard things like section, which is what we were calling subsections of articles with the other players. You heard something called front matter, which is interesting because that's what it was listing as being able to move between when we were at the beginning of the magazine before we actually got into the content. It changes the word front matter to article when you actually start reading an article. So that's a difference between this player and the others. 
And so you also heard bookmarks. It's possible to set uh, bookmarks with this player. So that's what it sounds like when it's moving from article to article. Let's now back up as we've done with the others to the editor's note, which is the first article in the magazine. And we will start that playing and start the speed up so you can hear how this machine handles the speeding up of reading. Here we go. Iqua's solar-powered Bluetooth headset. A bright idea. Tech diaries. News from the help desk. Technology news and note. Editor's note. I'm not expecting any problems with my computer today. After all, I'm not facing any deadlines, and all of my important files are backed up. Were my computer to flash error messages, crash, or even spontaneously shut down, I'd be inconvenienced but not panicked. I'd have plenty of time to troubleshoot it. No, my computer is going to wait until I'm really busy and can't afford to spend time solving PC problems. Because then, it won't be just an inconvenience, it'll be a computer emergency. When faced with this sort of situation, it's tempting to get rid of the problem computer and start fresh with a new one. I once nearly bought a new computer because my PC was repeatedly rebooting and preventing me from completing a video project for an upcoming family gathering. My wife suggested that I troubleshoot it some more and try to solve the problem. You usually do, she said. Sure enough, with a little more poking around, I found that memory stick had come loose. I received it in memory slot. My computer turned to normal, and the only problem still facing me was my mediocre video editing skills. My wife was right. She usually always is. Okay, so what you heard there was moving back to the editor's note, uh, the first article, and you heard me speed up the machine to its top reading speed. As you can see, this is quite fast, probably the highest reading speed of any of the players, maybe even a little faster than the Victor Reader stream. When it got to the top speed, you heard a couple beeps there, letting me know that it was at the top speed. We'll now start from where we left off and bring the speed back down to normal speed so you can hear it step back down through its reading speeds one more time. Here we go. The word usually has been out, and every note. The truth is, most problems can be solved, and you can solve many of them pretty quickly if you have a little guidance. Good instructions focus your troubleshooting efforts so that you can find and fix the source of the symptoms before your deadline. This issue of smart computing provides that help for eight problems that would otherwise stop you in your tracks. By the way, a lesson I learned with the memory is this. Don't eyeball those memory sticks. Physically reseat them. I glanced at the memory at the beginning of my troubleshoot. So you can see that there are quite a number of speed increments that you can set. A lot of choices there about how fast you want to hear your book. Let's now take a look at what the possibilities are for slowing the speed down. Here we go. But I thought it looked fine. So make that nine PC emergencies we help you solve. Joshua Gulick. Corrections. Clarifications. In data recovery software, page 38 of the April issue, we incorrectly said that IOLO Search and Recover 5 does not let users recover multiple files at once. It does support simultaneous recovery of multiple files. As with some of the other players, quite a bit of distortion there at the very lowest speed. We'll now speed back up to normal and we will change the navigation level to level 2 or as this player calls it section and we will go through a few of the articles including their subsections so you can get a flavor for how this player handles that. Here we go. Entertainment takes center stage on HP's new Pavilion Elite PC. Entertainment and PC article jump C's continue section jump you to meld as more consumers are quickly storage 
SSDs ride the price capacity roller displays. Monitor detects printers and peripherals. Lexmark technology eases MFP use for the disabled. CPUs, chips, and cards. Atom for digital miscellanea. Infected heart problem solver. Troubleshooting the news. Convergent tech. All right. So there you have it. The NLS player navigates very nicely from article to article and subsection to subsection within an article. In conclusion, I'd like to say how much I've enjoyed putting this podcast together for you. I realize in hindsight that there are many other aspects of these players that I could have explored when playing NLS content. I hope I didn't narrow my focus too much so as to make it uninteresting for you, but I thought maybe you would like to get an idea of what these players sound like and how they operate when you actually attempt to navigate a National Library Service talking book, in our case a magazine, but books would work similarly, although they probably wouldn't have as much markup as what you would find in a magazine. Until next time, take good care of yourself and keep on reading. That concludes this edition of Main Menu. We trust you've enjoyed the program. On behalf of Jeff Bishop and the entire Main Menu team, I'm Jamie Pauls wishing you and yours a great week.